Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Definitely hard-nosed, flying around to the ball. Definitely a different culture um, that... He's definitely implementing, really trying to drill into our heads, really of how we want to play this style of football, really attacking, really playing hard, wrecking out the ball, trying to cause a lot of turnovers. And that's what the Colts had did really good over these last couple of years, that the defense really turning that ball over. Um, so I definitely think and get that vibe that we're definitely going to be attacking and making a lot of turnovers and causing a lot of Jalen Johnson talking about Matt Hebert. Papa, you rolling with the second team, so now you – you sucking up a little bit? I see what you did there. I would have did the same thing. Like, yo, this coach that we got, phenomenal. Cannot wait to put these pads on and fly around the field. A lot different than coach we used to have, Mr. Matt Nagy. He had an opportunity to talk about, first of all, they, I can't believe they even let him talk. Because you want to know why he's the former Bear coach. So people think like, hey, man, we, we probably want to hear something out of him. We'll play some Matt Nagy in just a second, but of course the lines are open 312-644-6767. I need your most impactful player on offense and on defense. Just one. You want to chat Bears? Go ahead and call up Frank, Skyler, Jose. Hang on one second. We'll get to you in just a bit. So first, I want to play the experience in Chicago thing last, Brian, producer extraordinaire. Let's just, because I, 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 I haven't heard this yet. So I want to hear the intonation in his voice when he talks about being back in Kansas City. We talk about being back in, I say, you know, we're, we're back in the weeds. You know, I'm back instead of 250 people you're responsible for, you're responsible for three or four. So, um, yes. you know, my son the other day was saying, Dad, it's pretty crazy. You got, you got a little bit more free time. And, and uh, that's real. But I'm embracing that. And it's been fun. It's been, you know, to be back in that quarterback room with, with Pat and learning who Chad, I remember Chad, I was watching Chad since he was a sophomore in high school. I actually coached against him when he was a sophomore in high school. And he, he put up like three, as a sophomore, like 304 touchdowns. And I always remember, man, this kid's special. And now here we are, however many years later, and, and I'm coaching him here at this level. Um, and then to be in there with Shane and with Dustin, um, the clip, to be bro. back with, the clip. with Coach I, I, My blood is boiling as I'm listening to that thing right there. I'm, my blood is literally boiling. You look like you're having flashbacks. Did you see that? I think my t- I really genuinely think I know I'm turning a little red right now. It's Gabe Ramirez, six seventy to score. In Spanish, you would say, "Chacho, this guy got me almost." Like I'm listening to that, and I feel like we broke up, and you decided to go back with your ex because. But and I'm telling you, but you broke up with your ex to come to get with me. You going back? You're an idiot. But. I would also say, 
your ex is the only one that would take you back. And, and, and your ex happens to have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. It's a beautiful ex. <laughs> it's a beautiful. Imagine, and then he's all happy. I don't got to deal with Trubisky. I don't got to hand the keys to Justin Fields. I just, I get this Maserati sitting right in front of me. Like, whatever. Anyway, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, I might cut this one off short too. Here he is talking about Mr. Mahomes. So I, I want to use this to be able to stop give it. back anyway. Stop I can. it. Stop it. I, I, I actually don't want to hear him talk about Patrick Mahomes. I got to be honest, because that would just make me even more mad. Now you're commenting under your, your, your ex-girlfriend's pictures now, and I got to read. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. All right, play the one, play him talking about he wants to do everything he can to help. For me now, you know, as, as Coach and I talk, you know, I just want to be able to do everything I can to help us and, and do Stop whatever it. we can. Us. Oh, why weren't you doing everything to help us? You were so stubborn in your ways. I don't know who's calling the plays. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's him. It's a guessing. Why? That wasn't what was best for our team. The casual person watching the Chicago Bears saw that that was not the right thing to do. You want to be an offensive coordinator? Fine. Step down from the coaching position. You didn't do everything to help us win. The Chicago Bears. Oh, man. I'm hot. I didn't think that was going to give me this hot, Brian. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of concerned for you. I mean, I may need to run out here and get you some water. Dude, I honestly just said, and that's funny because I just, as I was talking to Brian before the show, I said, you know, Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky, they get the people going. You, you either love them or you hate them, but they all get the people going. I wasn't talking about me. I just. <laughs> I think we, we need to do a legit wellness check on Dude. you right now. Okay. Here he is talking about his experience in Chicago. Those experiences to make you better in the long run. And I feel like I'm still young in this profession. And I want to use my experiences in Chicago to help me be better here for our team here in Kansas City with Coach Reed, with EB, with Patrick, with with Brett Veach, with everybody here. And just stop it. There's a little bit of humility that you have to have to do this, but I I, I really cherish it because you're doing it with good people. My, my, My degrees, I have two of them. One is in economics and the other is in behavioral communication. So I studied nonverbals. I I love people and how they communicate. And if you play that again, right before he speaks about humility, he takes the biggest gulp ever. Play it again. Can you, can you, can you get to that part? He takes a huge gulp. And then when people do that, you need to pay attention to what they say next, because obviously they're thinking in their head about that more than anything else. And so, a young coach, you're not Sean McVay. Come on, bro. We saw, now don't get me, if his family or somebody's listening, like, okay, cool. Maggie, I actually was cheering for him. I really wanted him to do well, as I do anybody that is employed by the Chicago Bears. But and it's just like, bruh. I wish he would have just said, listen, I sucked. With EB, with Patrick, with, with Brett Veach, with everybody here. And... <laughs> There's a little bit of humility that you have to have to do this, but I I, I really cherish it because you're doing it with good people. To someone like me, I hear that, and I just, it's, 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 you know what you did, and you're trying to use the best words possible to describe it. You know what you, you know what you did. You know what you did, Matt Nagy. Ugh, you left a scarred over here. We want, you made us almost hate Matt Eberflus because he's a new coach. And we're like, no more new coaches, please. 
Give us someone with experience. Matt Nagy made me appreciate acronyms. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's what happened. That's the one thing he made you appreciate. All right. Oh, man, that one. That one got me. That one got me. Is it because I think he's in a better place now, so, I, so I'm jealous? That could be it, right, Brian? I think I am jealous. All right, but you know what can get me out of that state of jealousy? Talking about the current Chicago Bear team. And that's why we're going to the phone lines, of course. The text and phone lines brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. One offensive player and one defensive player. One you think is going to make the biggest impact. It's not Matt. I wish I just talk. Give me, give me Skyler real quick and Dixon. Skyler, do you hate Matt? Do you hate Matt Nagy? That's a strong word. I don't care. Do you hate him? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're, I think anybody from Chicago that loves the Bears, yeah, we we don't like Nagy one bit. I agree. Do you, did, was your blood boiling equally right now after you heard those clips? I was laughing over everything you were saying because it's so true. It's so just. True. You just ruined everything that we thought we had going. I like that better. I mean, you ruined everything. <laughs> everything. We were supposed to be so terrible. good. We, Skyler, we had a window. I'm tired. I hate the. I hate the analogy, but we had a window. We had something, yeah. and now well, the window closed. Happens. That's what happens. I coach uh, soccer and basketball, but when you don't have a coach that knows how to use the talent on the team, guess what? You ruin the team that we have, and that's what you, you get. What you get, you know. I hear you, Skyler. Answer me this question: How old are the 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 people that you coach? Um, so I'm starting off. Um, this is my third year coaching. They're nine and ten years old. Okay, um, hold on. No, you're proving my point right soccer. now. You're proving my point right now. You coach nine and ten year olds, and you understand the concept. You get the best out of your players. You coaching nine <laughs> yep. and ten year olds. <laughs> You're a novice coach. Okay. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. But you you probably have an eye for talent. So your most impactful offensive player and defensive player. Go ahead. I'm going to start with defense first. It's got to be Rokon Smith. I love it. To me, you got to have the good inside. I played football for one year. wasn't my thing. you got to have your good. Defense to me wins championships. So, I mean, that was the guy. Okay. You know? I hear what you're saying. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. I I I think it is an that that is a great answer because he has already propelled himself to the top of that defensive in terms of like who's the guy you want to be looking at that's going to make impact week in and week out. So as long as he can stay healthy, he should be that guy for you. Middle linebacker, brand new four three defense. I love that. All right, offensive side of the ball, who you got? Justin Fields. I've been a fan since Ohio State when he was there. It's it's the guy. It's got to be the guy. We all thought Trubisky was going to be the guy, and Papa. Nag- let me, Skyler, Nag- hold on. Let me let me cut you off. One year football player is that? It's this. You just said it. We all want him to be the guy, right? And I think that that there's a difference between when I ask this question, who's going to be the most impactful? You can give me. We all can say we want it to be Justin Fields, but then you have to look in your heart of hearts and really say to yourself, but who is it actually going to be? Like last year, you would have wanted it to be Justin Fields or Andy Dalton for that matter. But then you look and you saw Mooney just go crazy and you're like, wow, this is so that's that's the guy I'm looking for. Scott, thanks so much for the call. Good luck with your upcoming seasons that you got with the nine and ten year olds. Let's go to Jose and Aurora. All right, Jose, first goal, you you agree with Skyler, defensive side of the ball, Roquan Smith, but why? I was 
going to say Roquan Smith, but I changed my mind to one of the defensive rookies, Brisker, the Penn State safety. I think he's going to help Eddie Jackson, and I think he's going to help that defense much better. I even think he's got a shot to make defensive rookie player of the year. Okay, okay, okay. See, see, this right here is one of the issues I have with us as Bears fans is we put so much pressure on these guys. Brian, you know what I'm talking about. And, and this is why they either end up failing in our own eyes or they end up feeling themselves too much. It's either of the Fs. Fail or feel yourself. And, and when you feel yourself, that's the worst because then you end up in Eddie Jackson territory. Eddie, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but that's just what I think. I feel like you got the bag, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm cool. But you, but now, but now I know you're you're ready to play again. So, okay, I, I see what you're saying, but I like it though. I like I like the the idea that you want him to be the man on defense, offensively on the offensive side of the ball. Who do you feel like is going to make the biggest impact? Oh, Cole Komet, definitely. And I'm going to tell you why right now, Gabe, because he knows he's got to catch all them balls. I don't think he's going to drop any this year if he's going to want a contract extension. I think he's going to do real good. Every time that he's going to get the ball, he's going to do that. Any time anybody needs to get a block, he's going to block. He's going to go all out. He's going to be the very, very, very talented Jose, I hear you. You're like, you're like every time somebody needs a cup of coffee, he's gonna go get like he's gonna do whatever is needed of him, regardless of the situation. Jose, always a pleasure chatting with you. I appreciate you giving me your two cents. But I I mean, I on the previous show I did say, you know, the guys that I feel like should make the biggest leap in terms of year over year growth. And Cole Komet was that guy for me. And and the the one stat that I would look at and point to is his receptions. He had 61 receptions last year, 50th in the league. And George Kittle had 73, just 12 more. So if you can get into that stratosphere, catch every single ball that's thrown your way, you can. And then that way you can make fields better. You can prolong drives. You can get a couple more touchdowns so we can get more points on the board. So I feel like he's an integral part of the offense. And I genuinely do feel like he can be that guy. Now, of course, just like I said a second ago, as Bears fans, that's what we wish and hope for. We 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 want these guys to be to be that uh, productive, and we can only hope we can only hope that Cole Komet can be that guy. Ooh, Papa, I had to talk myself down. That was a segment for you, Gabe. Dude, I got to be honest; I had no idea I was going to go that hard on Matt Nagy, but I'm glad I did. Something else that that I, I'm really passionate about is the NBA Finals. I mean, I love good basketball. I put a good bet. Yesterday on the game, a same game parlay, it was like 40 bucks to win a grand, and I lost by one leg. I'm going to tell you what that leg is, and then I'm also going to tell you why the Golden State Warriors are going to win in six. I'm Gabe Ramirez. I'll tell you that right after this. This is 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. i got to imagine your rooting interest is with your guy, Al. 16 years and he makes the finals. Oh, Man, so proud of him. I texted him yesterday, texted with him yesterday, and couldn't be more proud of him. What a competitor. For him to like reach the NBA Finals and feel healthy and kicking ass the way that he's kicking ass. 
just like we couldn't be more proud of him though. So, you know, this is going to be a really interesting finals. I've been watching all the games. And we've been watching some really good basketball. He said it's his friend. Joe Kim Noah with Danny Parkins right there talking about Al Horford making the NBA Finals. Obviously, of course, they, the two of them were together at Florida for their back-to-back championships. And it's always funny because I always thought Al Horford was just significantly older than Joe Kim Noah. And it could be because he's Dominican. And, you know, sometimes Dominicans have issues with their age, their correct age for that matter. So, so I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. Who, who knows? But either way, it, it speak, he speaks highly of Al Horford. And, and what a game. So many people talked about the playoff experience, the finals experience specifically of the Golden State Warriors. And the way the Boston Celtics closed out that game, it was if, as if they were the Celtics of the old that had hundreds of games under their belt. It was intense, man. And I was watching the game yesterday, and again, I made a, I made a huge parlay bet, which I, I know, parlays, whatever, but I love gambling. And it was going to win me a grand. It was like a $40 bet. And all I needed, all I needed was Jason Tatum to score 20-some points. 25, I think it was. And you're just watching the game. And I had I had Steph over 28, knew that was going to happen. I had Draymond with 10 rebounds, knew that was going to happen. It was just, I had so many things in place. I had them winning the first quarter, three-pointers for Steph. I just knew it was, I just knew it was going to go. And then Jason Tatum had to go ahead and ruin it for me. See, I'm gonna go. I don't want to go on another rant about Jason. Gabe, <laughs> I'm I'm concerned about your health this show. <laughs> you know what it is? I haven't won. I'm I'm so ice cold in gambling for these last six weeks. I think that's really uh, contributing to this whole thing. But here here's a joke. I'm because I I have a take on Draymond Green, and I know that Joe Kim Noah defensive play. I mean, just like a, a juggernaut. I'm curious as to what what his take on Draymond is. I love Draymond. Mm. I love the way Draymond plays. Uh, I don't like to compare. Everybody has their own style and their unique way of playing, but he's a great emotional leader. So I think uh, that was that's something that's similar. Somebody who like has to bring the energy every day and you know get the best out of his teammates. And I think that Draymond does that on a nightly basis. It's, it's like it's really beautiful to see. I think passing the ball wise, I think that he, there's definitely some similarities. Just the way he finds cutters and the way he moves the ball. I think he's great in the dribble handoff too. Just the way he can just like dribble the ball and just like pitch it and run it to screens. I think that he's probably the best in the league at that. And I think there was also, there was a time where I was pretty good at it too. You are better than Draymond. You're way better passer than Draymond. Your bounce pass from the corner, from the elbow to Ronnie Brewer on the baseline. I loved it. Ah, I miss him. That was Joe Kim Noah talking to Danny Parkins. Now, I want to talk about the first thing he said, which was his his ability to pass the dribble and pass the ball off. Listen, if you know how good Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are coming off of screens, it's easy to run that direction and just handle the ball. They're phenomenal at coming off of screens, so that's easy. Then I want to point out that he nothing he said had to do with his offense, his rebounding, or his defense. Had everything to do with his energy. And the reason I say this, Brian, is because I feel as though Draymond Green is extremely, extremely, extremely overrated. I've been having these conversations with my friends. We we, we got into a, a Matt Nagy shouting match <laughs> on Monday. I, I play basketball every Monday. Born and raised here in Chicago, play basketball and football for Lane Tech, and I still do it at my age every Monday. My crew is called Three Rum Two. We go play ball from 12 to 2, and then we go drink afterwards, and we talk sports. 
And I, I threw it out there because the finals were starting. And I said, Draymond Green's overrated, guys. And they all looked at me like every NBA analyst that's out there. What are you talking about? He makes his guys better. Who? Steph Curry and Klay Thompson? You're not making them better? Yeah, former league MVP, unanimous league are you, MVP. Are you kidding me? One of the greatest shooters of the generation in Klay Thompson. Oh, he could pass. He has a lot of assists. Yeah, I would too if I was passing it to Steph Curry, shooting seven feet behind the three-point line. I'd, I'd, I can easily, <laughs> at my age, walk on the court with these Golden State Warriors and get two assists guaranteed. Guaranteed. One, because I'm going to be wide open for three because no one's going to guard me, and I just got to pass it one more time, and that person's going to do it. But you want to know what upset me the most about Draymond Green yesterday? He was 0 for 5 to start the game. 0 for 5. Missed some easy crips. And then he made this, like, baby layup. A baby layup over Daniel Tice and I believe it was Peyton Pritchard. Baby layup. They, like, hit him on his little shoulder, and he was like, ah! Put up his guns like he was Hulk Hogan asking the crowd, <laughs> asking the crowd to make some noise for him, sitting up there. And I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at the screen, and I'm like, he's one for six, and he's flexing like he got 20 points in the game. And then Mark Jackson, what a job by Draymond Green. The skill and the, are you kidding me? He's one for six. He's one for six in the game. So overrated. And then he's shooting threes like he's Jimmy Butler with the game on the line in the clutch, just like missing badly. So you grab some rebounds. Okay. Jason Tatum shot poorly from the field. There's a ton of rebounds to get. The biggest guy on the court for them, for the Golden State Warriors, that is. But what happened in the fourth quarter? Because you really, I started this by saying why the Warriors are going to win in six. Now, Draymond Green, I love this postgame when he said, you know, Derek White, Al Horford, and he mentioned one other guy, Derek White, oh, Peyton Pritchard, that they were just, oh, Marcus Smart, that's who it was. Marcus Smart, and he's like, they're never going to shoot that, essentially, they're never going to shoot that high of a three-point percentage ever again, or at least not for the series. Draymond, who scored four points in that game. Dude, (laughs) you're getting me started again. Two for 12 from the field. You want to know why you guys lost? Well, his plus minus was only minus one because he was on the court with Steph Curry in the first quarter. He was banging threes out of nowhere. Andrew Wiggins played a phenomenal job. Jordan Poole was underwhelming. Otto Porter. Were, did you, were you rolling your eyes when Otto Porter went three for three to start the game? Uh, we don't. You want to get me going? We don't need to. Oh, we don't need to okay. Go back to, That's to your Otto Matt Nagy? Porter and, okay. and, and, and the Garpax era like and all of that. That's, that's just always when you see guys in the finals, you think to yourself, like, wow, you were just with our team the other day and now you're contributing to this. And yeah, now you may very well walk out of this with the, right. with a ring. Now, the kind of argument to Draymond is that Jason Taylor's not going to shoot three for 17. He's not going to do that and score 12 points. So, some, you know, that's going to balance itself out. But I really thought going into that game, I said, there's, I said, I literally was talking to my wife and I was like, it's like, babe, the Golden State Warriors are not going to waste this opportunity in the NBA finals again. They understand what they're playing for. They understand the the severity of the moment. And they're not going to, and then what did they do in the fourth quarter? They crapped the bat. I couldn't believe it. I literally, I'm watching the game. And I just could not believe the Golden State Warriors gave it up in the fourth quarter. And you can point to a lot of things. I think what, I think what people underestimate a lot in the NBA is the ebbs and flows of the game, right? Like Steph Curry, despite having a phenomenal first quarter, 
is not going to be able to, to, to reproduce that every quarter for the rest of the game. And, but it should be up to him to determine that, not his teammates. And I feel as though this happened to the Bulls a lot this year where someone feels like I haven't shot yet. That's like the worst mentality to have in the NBA, especially in the NBA Finals, especially when you got a guy like Steph that's on fire. You should not be taking the ball. When you're playing pickup basketball, what do you do? When a guy makes three or four buckets in a row, if you're the a-hole that goes to the rim and just shoots a brick because you're like, well, I haven't shot yet. Dude, win the game and give it to the hot hand, at least until he misses. And Steph was on fire. Steph was on fire. And I feel like the second quarter, obviously at zero points, couldn't couldn't get that rhythm going. Well, yeah, if you don't score for a whole quarter, if you don't put up enough shots in the second quarter, you're not going to be able to keep that flow going. Clay Thompson, underwhelming 15 points, got to do better than that. But the question, and the one that I want to answer is, why will the Golden State Warriors win in six? For, for one, they're not going to lose game two. Bet the house. I did just mention how it's been ice cold for the last six <laughs> this weeks. Is, this is uh, this year heater. I hope so. They, they, I mean, they cannot lose game two. Jeez, if you lose game two, that's so disgusting. But So, so they're not going to lose game two. That puts it at 1-1. One, one. You're going to go, it's three in Boston because the finals is 2-3-2. Two, uh, no, it's now two two one one one. They they switched it yeah, back it's, it's to that. Back to I feel that. like it's like a, an ongoing switch. So you go back to Boston. You're gonna take one. You're just going to either of those games. Either Curry or Thompson is gonna put on a show, and you're and you're gonna win those. So you're you're two two going into those things. And when it comes down to crunch time, that's when you're gonna see the difference in the Golden State Warriors. But I will say the defense of the Boston Celtics has been phenomenal. I mean, even even Joe Kim Noah was talking about the Celtics' defense and, and what he thinks about it. You know, when you have a good defense, you have to be well-coached. You have to have a game plan. You know, they're able to switch pick-and-rolls and be and get up, right up on the ball. But you can t- just tell these guys are on a string. You know, when you get Defensive Player of the Year, you know, the other guys, this is a team sport. It's not an individual sport. And for you to get DPOY, you have to have the best defense. And that means that everybody has to be on the same page. So as good as Marcus Smart is, they have a lot of they got a lot of great defenders on that team. Just like you said, other guys got defensive player of the year votes. But it's about being being on a string and being on the same page. You know, you can't be a second late, and especially not against Golden State. But Boston's defense is for real. I'm leaning Warriors, like little margarita bet between you and me. I'll take Golden State, you take Boston, how we feel. Margarita bet. I could take a margarita bet. I could definitely do that. All right. Margarita bet. Boston and six. Can't believe it. Oh, okay. Boston and, Boston and six. Horfi. Get my margarita, Horfi. Wow. He was talking to Danny Parkins right there. Celton six. I wonder if he said that because of Al Horford or if he genuinely believes that. Either way, it's going to be a great NBA Finals. Game two Sunday. I don't know why they got that big gap in between the games. All right. Guys, coming up in just a second, he's a big, I'm a big fan of his, Willie Harris, of course, because he's former Chicago White Sox, but he's the Cubs third base coach. He joins Parkinson's, he joins Parkinson Spiegels, and he, I love what he said about being mic'd up during the game. You got to hear that. And he also talked about so much more, his philosophies at third base. We're going to go ahead and play that at 840. Don't forget, Bet MGM is coming up next at 9 o'clock. I want to thank my guests before getting out of here. Chris Ranji, loved having him on. What a great chat we had. And then Greg Gabriel, former Chicago Bears scouting director, joined the show. Big thank you to him. And, of course, the producer that produces. Like that? 
I mean, I, I wrote yeah, that. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Just, you know, I'm big. I'm big on love letters. Aww. So when someone helps me out, I appreciate them. The producer that produces, Brian Callahan. And of course, I'm Gabe Ramirez. Don't forget to follow me on social media, Chicago underscore Gabe. That way I can get my followers up. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. I will see you next week. Hasta la próxima. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.